This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruch HaMabam, welcome everyone. We continue in Daf HaShavua. We're learning Daf Mem Vav Amad Aleph in uh, Daf HaShavua. Let's begin with uh, Mem Hei Amad Beis on the bottom. Amar of Chama Bar Gurya Amar Rav. Chama Bar Gurya said the name of Rav. Haloi Keach Eved. Min Ha'eved Koychavim. One who buys a slave from a Gentile. Now, when you buy a slave from a Gentile, he's not just your slave. He is undergoing a partial conversion. Namely, he begins to be chayv in some mitzvah. She's chayv in mitzvahs like an isha. When you free him, then he undergoes a full conversion. Now, the first conversion, he goes to the mikvah. And not only that, he also has a milah. It's an amazing thing. You buy an Evakanani and he has milah, and he has tefillah, but the tefillah is only a partial gerus. The tefillah renders him an Eved Kanani, that he's chayiv in mitzvah keisha. Then when you want to free him, then you render him a, um, then he undergoes a full-fledged conversion, and he becomes a, a Yisrael l'chol davar. So someone who buys an Eved from a guy, and now, he's undergoing a partial conversion. His tefillah is only partial. However, if the Eved has in mind that he's toivel, not to become an Ebekanani, but to become a ben chayrin, the kadam v'tovel Hashem ben chayrin, and he jumps ahead, and he's toivel to be free, kana atzmai ben chayrin. He buys himself free. My taima, what's the reason? How is he allowed to do that? The answer is, oivid koychavim gufa laikanilai. The guy who owned him previously, did not own his body. In other words, the, the guy who sold him did not own his goof. What did he own? He owned his work. So what did he sell? He sold his work. That which he owned is what he gives over. Now, so right now he's not giving over his goof. He's just giving over rights of work to him on him. So, in that case, since the slave jumps and advances and is toivel to be free, he nullifies the shibud. In other words, what the Oyvekechavim has on his slave is a shibud. He doesn't have ownership, he has a shibud. What he's giving over is a shibud. Now, once the Jew is toivel, the Evid Kanani, through the tefillah gufay konile. But if the Eved Kanani is toivel to go free, he's going to go free because the freedom supersedes the shibud. It overcomes the shibud. It's like, in other words, what the guy has on the Eved is a lean. So the tefillah, l'shem ben chayrin, overcomes the lean. That is what the, um, the logic of the Gemara. And the Gemara says uh, a very important halacha. And what's interesting is, is ma'amishnagea to Pesach, kedurava, the Amar Rava, Rava said, Hektish, if let's say you're Maktish something, this is going on a case of, uh, Rashi says, an Apotiki. An Apotiki is where you, um, the uh, debtor says that if I default on the, on the, uh, on the loan, then you're going to collect from this item. Apotehekoi, that stands for. So the halacha is that if the uh, debtor, in the meantime, is makdish the item, and then he ends up defaulting, the item remains hektish. The hektish supersedes 
the shibud. In other words, um, the creditor can't say, well, uh, I'm allowed to collect from here. No, the hektish is chal, and there's nothing you could do to take it out of hektish. What else supersedes a shibud? Chametz. In other words, if you um, rendered chametz in apotiki, you said, if I don't pay you back, you're going to collect these rice, uh, these uh, honey nut Cheerios. So then if Pesach comes, and they become Asr Bahana, so the creditor cannot collect from that chametz. So here we see that Indian that chametz is moitzi midei shibud. So if you designate chametz to be um, to a guy, and you kept the chametz in your rishus, and the Pesach and Pesach came, since the chametz is still in the rishus of the yid, so as soon as Pesach comes, it becomes aser bahana, and the lien is gone. And what else dissolves the lien? And the shichror. Freeing in Eved, Mafki and Midei Shibud. In other words, if you say to a guy that this Eved Kanani uh, is going to be an Apotiki, and then you are Meshachar the Eved, he becomes a free man, so the right of the creditor in this Eved is, uh, dissipates. So, if, so what do we see from here? That the freedom of an Eved dissipates the Alin. Likewise, even though the Yisrael is buying the lien from the Goy, if the Eved uh, advances and goes to the Mikvah to become a free person, so the halacha is the freedom dissolves the lien. That's the idea, because the only thing the Goy is giving to the Jew is what? A lien. But he's not giving... Um, He's not giving ownership. If he was giving gufai, so then if you are, if the Eved would be Meshachar himself, he can't um, remove the ownership of the body by freeing himself. But since he is not owned Lagufa, he's only owned as a Shibud, by going to the Mikvah, L'Shem Ben Chayren, he could dissolve that. So now the Gemara uh, asks on Rav's Halacha. Again, Rav's Halacha is, if you buy an Eved from Avikachavim, and he's Tavel Hashem ben Chayrin, Kana Asmai ben Chayrin. Masav Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda asked, Masav Bibloria Hagioris is a story with Bibloria, the, the, the convert, Shekadmu Avadeha, the Tavlu Lefaneha. And her Avadim went ahead, and they were Toivel before her. In other words, there's a woman, Bibloria, and um, Bibloria, and she was in the middle of converting, and she had servants who were converting as well. And the servants converted before her, before she became a Jew. And Obama, and they were converting to go free. By the way, these Avadim that jump and become free, they still owe money to the, uh, the owner, because the owner bought them, and they're being mafsid the owner, so they're going to have to pay the owner the value that they made them lose out. However, however... Um, even though you're going to have to pay, but you have that right to go free. So what happened was the Avadim advanced and they um, and they were they went free. So what's the halacha? The story came before the rabbis. The rabbis said they go free. That implies, you know why they go free? Because they were toivel before Beluria converted herself. 
lefaneha in only because they went before her lachre aloy, but not. Um, not if they would have gone after her, which implies if Gloria would have converted and then the Avodim would have converted, they wouldn't have a right to go free. They only have a, a right to go free because an Oyve Kachavim can never own the guf of another Oyve Kachavim, but a Yisrael who could own the guf of an Oyve Kachavim, then if Gloria would have, uh, if the Avodim would have um, tried to immerse to go free, it wouldn't have happened. Amarava, Rava said, no, you may, that's not how to read it. Lefaneha, if the Avadim converted before Bloria, bein bestam bein meforash. Whether their intention was unqualified or whether they said they're doing it to go free, they're going to go free. Leachreha, however, afterwards, if they would have done it afterwards, then they all, then Rav is right that they could be toivel to go free, but only bimafurosh, only if they explicitly say they're being toivel to go free, but bistam uh, lie. But if they don't specify, then they don't go free. Okay. Meaning the logic of this is it, it, it's only. It's only going to render you. It's only going to allow you to go free if. That was your kavana. So if the avadim are converting before their master, we could assume that was their kavana. If they're converting after their master, then it's only if they say that that's what their kavana is. Okay. Um, let us continue. Says the Holy Gemara. Amr of Avia. Rav Avia said, This was only taught that a guy cannot own a guy. That's when you buy from a Gentile. Meaning, they only said that if a Jew bought from a guy. However, that if a Jew buys from a guy, the Jew does not own the body until the guy immerses. But But if the guy sells himself to be a slave to a Jew, then the Jew does acquire the ownership of the guy's body, and if he's then toivel l'shem ben chayrim, it will not be effective. Yeah? It will not be effective. So, again, says the Gemara, but if the guy sells himself, kani. Why? How do I know a guy, if he sells himself, you will own his body? The Pasuk says, And also among the children of the residents that live with you, from them you could acquire. From among the children of the residents who live with you, you could acquire. Which implies, You Jews could acquire slaves from Goyim. But they cannot acquire slaves from you. They can't acquire slaves from one another. So we see that even though a Jew could own a guy, a guy can't own a Jew. Now what does it mean they can't own you? It means they can't own your labor. That's not true. A guy could own the labor of a Jew. A guy cannot own a Jew to own his handiwork, to own his labor. But the Pasuk says, or if someone is sold to Laiker, an Avaidazara of a family of a ger, of a sojourner, 
What does that mean? It says that a Jew who sold to a family of a guy. So we see that at the very least a guy can own a Jew. So what does it mean a, a guy cannot own a Jew? That a guy cannot own the guf of a Jew. But a guy can't own the guf of a Jew. You can own them. Even for their guf. So a Jew could own a guy. So if that's the case, if a Jew could own a guy, so when a guy sells himself, you have the rights of ownership, even, um, and therefore, if you own his guf, and he's toivel, a shame ben choyren, then that would not be effective, because you already own his guf. That is the din of Rabbi Avia. So Gemara asked in that parach Rabbi Avia, Rabbi Avia said, it's true we see from here, the Pasuk teaches that a Jew could be koina a guy, but maybe ema bechaspa Maybe that's only if you pay for it. And he's toivel l'shem avdos. But maybe if he's not toivel l'shem avdos and he wants to jump ahead and be toivel l'shem ben choyren, then you don't own the body. Sigmar says kasha, you're right. It's not 100% indicative. Okay. Now, um, this is actually one of my favorite Gemaras for the Haggadah. Be'emes, be'emes. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel said, We just said that if a guy who is being bought by a Jew wants to jump in the mikvah and be toivel l'shem, ben choyren ho go free. So how do you ensure that he's not toivel l'shem ben choyren? Amar Shmuel, v'tzach l'takva b'mayim. You have to hold him down in the water, exert authority over him in the water. That indicates that whatever his kavana is, it doesn't matter, because you are indicating that you're being toivel him, l'shem avdos. Ki hai de minyamin ravashi. Like minyamin, the slave of ravashi. Boy atbulei. He needed immersion. Masri nehalayu l'ravino l'racha brederava. Ravashi handed him so what happened? Minyamin, the slave Ravashi, needed to go to the mikvah. Ravashi bought him. Masri Nalaila Ravina Ravachabre the Rava. So Ravashi handed him over to Ravina and Ravacha, the son of Rava. Amalui said to them, Chazu si Deminaichu Kabasle. I'm gonna demand him from you. If you ruin this tevila, it's going to be on you. If you're not careful and you let him be toivel Hashem ben choyer and I lose him, I'm going to blame you. So you better make sure that he's toivel Hashem avdas. So what did they do? Ramule arvisa b'tzarei. They put a leash around his neck. Arpulei b'tzamsulei. They loosened it and they and they squeezed it. Says Gemara, Arpulei, they loosened it, otherwise it's a chatzitza. Ki hechadolel have a chatzitza, so it shouldn't be a chatzitza. Samsule, they tightened it, so that he doesn't advance, and say, I'm toivel to be free. So they had to keep it loose. They had to loosen it so that it wouldn't be a chatzitza, but they had to tighten it to exert authority. As he raised his head up from the water, they put a pail of cement on his head. They said, Zil marach. Go bring this to your master. They exerted authority over him while he was still in the mikvah. Asks the Hilag Why is it 
that there are only two mitzvahs I say in the Torah that if you don't fulfill it, you're chayiv karis. You don't put on tefillah, you're not chayiv karis. You don't send the sukkah, you're not chayiv karis. You don't say kriyashma, you're not chayiv karis. You don't eat carbon pesach, you're chayiv karis. You don't uh, do brismila, you're chayiv karis. What's the pshat? Says the Bnei Yisachar. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim, He was freeing us as Avadim. But the purpose was to transition us from Avdei Paroi to being Avdei Hashem. Well, what if in the transition period we would say, Riban Shalom, we're being Toivo L'Shem Ben Chayrin. You got us out of Mitzrayim and we're out of here. We're going to free. We're going to Disneyland. So Riban Shalom, so to speak, is one Eved buying, is one Adoin buying an Eved from a different Adoin. So what does Adoin B have to do while he's freeing the Eved from Adoin a, you have to put zulta detina aresha, you have to exert authority. So Hashem had to give us two mitzvahs that demonstrate that we ain't going free, that we're being transitioned from one, uh, one adoin to another. So what makes us yidin is Pesach and Mila. Without Pesach and Mila, then we don't have to keep any of the mitzvahs. So they, that's why those two mitzvahs have a chiv karis. It's a nice one. Okay. Uh, while we're on the topic of the Haggadah, on that question I want to tell you over um, a Lev Aryeh, one of the, the oldest classic Sifrei Drush is a Lev Aryeh, Chida quotes it very often, and he says, uh, a Gavaldig Alamdas. We know that the night of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the Rav wanted to give Klal Yisrael ter, uh, mitzvahs, because we were Aram Ve'arya. So, how is he going to give us mitzvahs? He's going to give us Pesach and Mila, but the thing is, Chara B'Hayam Aleka. There's no reward in this world, so how's it going to help to give us mitzvahs? We'll be rewarded in Olam Haba, but we need reward now in Olam Hazah. Now even though Schar B'hayam Aleka says the Lev Aryeh, Oynesh B'hayam Ika, there's punishment in this world. There's uh, Malkus, there's Kares. Any mitzvah say that has any uh, mitzvah, uh, so, so that Lev Aryeh says like this, since there's punishment for lavin in this world, there has to be reward in this world for not violating lavin, because otherwise it's not fair. So even though there's no reward for mitzvahs, there is reward for not violating lavin. Therefore, Hashem gave us the mitzvah of Pesach and Mila. Why? But we're not going to get reward in this world. Now we do. Since if we violate it, there's a punishment of kares, Mamela, there's also schar b'hayama, and that's why the Yibam Shalom gave Kares on these two mitzvahs. Otherwise, he would not, it would not be a zechus for us the night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Okay, weiter. I once heard also in the name of Asher Weiss that Kof Aleim Har Kegigis was also basically this story of Bahade Didole Reisha Memaya. As you raise your head up from the water, they put a pail of cement on your head. In other words, the Yibam Shalom is saying, you're, you're leaving Mitzrayim. But uh, don't think you're going free. Look up. The pail of cement is over your head. Okay. So Gemara says, Amar le Rav Papa said to Rav, Chazi marhani debe Papa bar Did the master see? Those are the house of Papa bar In the house of Papa bar the Yavu Zuzel and they would give money to the tax collector for, their, for the head tax. So they would pay money for people for their head tax. So basically, in the house of Rava, they would buy, they would pay for people's head tax. 
And once they pay head tax, they would basically be purchasing the rights to hold these people as slaves. Now wait a second. Would you actually be uh, purchasing these Avodim as slaves? Because, let's think for a moment, are you buying them as slaves or you're just buying rights to their work? In other words, let's think for a moment. The, a, could a guy own another guy in terms of Kenyan Agofna? So, these Goyim were, were not, there was no lean on them like Kenyan Aguf, it was just a lean on them for their labor. Now when uh, the house of Papa Bar Abba would pay for their taxes, they're not really buying their guf, they're just buying their labor. And that, so the shaila is, Kinovki, when they go free, Tzrichi Gita de Jerusalem. Do they need a get? Do they need a document of freedom or not? Usually when you buy an Eved, so a, a Jew, when he buys an Eved, and the Eved is Toivel, L'shem Avdos, you own their guf, and for them to leave, you need to um, give them a get cheros. However, in this case, you don't own their guf, because the guy never owned their guf, and they were never toivel. So the question is, if you want to free them, do they need to get uh, a cheros? Or do we say, even though a guy can't own another guy, but since Dina de Machusa Dina, since the law of the land is, you do own them... Look at Toysus. Second Do we say Dina de Machusa Dina or not? I you're not Koina the Guf. Here, because of Dina the Machusa Dina, you're Koina. Or um do we say no, you're only Koina the Eve Lamasa Yadav? And And therefore you could just let them go free without giving them a get cheros. Says the Gemara, Amar, so Rava said, Iku If I would have died, I would not have been able to tell you this. Which is always a powerful thought. That's true. If somebody would die, they wouldn't have been able to do what they just did. But Rava felt this was such an important teaching. He's a... Uh, Enunciating the fact that if he would have died, he wouldn't have been able to say this thing. Hachi Amr said about this. Maharkayu Dahani, the seal of uh, servitude of these, Bitafsa Mancha Manach, lies in the king um, in the king's chest. In other words, um, the the obligation and the subservience of these avodim lies in the king's chest, meaning the king owns these people, the gufai. And therefore, Omalki the king says, Mandal Yav Karga, someone who doesn't pay the head tax, Mishtabed Lamandi Yav Karga, is Meshubah to the one who does pay the head tax. In other words, the Gemara is saying, Dina Damachus Adina, the king owes these people, the and therefore, if you pay for them, uh, you get to own them as well. Vaiter. Rabchiyabar Abba Ikla Legavar, Rabchiyabar Abba visited Gavla. Chaza Benois Israel. He saw Jewish girls, the Ma'abron Migerim, that they were impregnated by converts, Shamolu These converts had um, circumcision and not uh, immersion. They had circumcision, they didn't go to the mikvah. 
So this is, is this a good Geras? Is this not a good Geras? In other words, the father were sort of Goyim. They were Geirim that didn't have a full conversion. That's one strange thing he saw. Uh, item number two. He saw the wine of a Jew that was poured by a guy and Jews drank it. And number three. He saw beans. These are a tough kind of bean that it takes a very long time for it to cook. And it was cooked by Goyim, and Jews were eating it. Abba didn't say anything. But also, when he came before Rabbi Yochanan, and he reported to Rabbi Yochanan, what he saw, Rabbi Yochanan said, Go proclaim that the children of such a union are Mamzerim. Number two, Go proclaim that their wine is Yayin Nesach. And about the beans, it's considered something cooked by a guy. Why? Why is it considered something cooked by a guy? Because the people of Gavla are not learned. So now the Gemara explains. You proclaim about the children that they're Mamzerin. Rabbi Yochanan goes according to his own reasoning. In the name Rabbi Yochanan, really, you're not a ger until you have a mila and tefillah. And here, you didn't have tefillah. Since you didn't go to the mikvah, So the reason why Rabbi Yochanan said there's a, that the children are mamzerim is number one, they didn't do tefillah, so it's not a good gera. So they're goyim and mamzer. Regarding Yayin Nesach, Mishum Yayin Nesach, Mishum. Why is it Yayin Nesach? L'chayra, the guy never poured it, the guy just poured water into it. So it's not really uh, Yayin Nesach. No, but it's a uh, Siyag. Lech lech amen nazira. We say, go away, go away to the nazar. Schar schar lechamer lechikav. Go around, circumvent uh, the vineyard. Don't come close. Even though there's no iser for a nazir to go into a vineyard, but we say it to him as a siyag. So likewise over here, this is a siyag for yayin nesach and the altermas and mishum mishulev kachavim. We say about these beans that, that it's bishul akam lefisha enon bnei taira. They are not learned. And therefore, they uh, may get confused with other items, and therefore, we answer it out as Bishal Akam. In fact, the Gemara Habane Torah Shari. But if they would be learned, it would be Mutter. The Amar of Shmobar Rav Yitzchak, Mishnah Dara, Rav Shmobar Yitzchak said the name of Rav, Kalan Nechal, Kamashu Chai, anything that can be eaten raw, in by Mishnah Mishnah is not subject to Bishal Akam, meaning something that can be eaten raw, and a guy cooks is not Bishal Akam. But Tormus cannot be eaten raw. But tormas in tormas cannot be eaten raw. And there is bishul akum. So why do we say it's only bishul akum because they're not bnei taira? But that implies what? That if they would be bnei taira, it would be mutter. But it's classic bishul akum. Says Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan keidach lishnas virleir. Rabbi Yochanan holds of a different version. Of what Rav Shomer Yitzchak said, namely, "Dam Rav Shomer Yitzchak Mishmei the Rav, Kol She'ein Oila Al Shulchan Melacha Melacha Ba'Yisapas." Anything that's not fit to to serve at a table of kings, 
to be something that accompanies bread. is not subject to Bishakam. And therefore, Turmasin are not subject, they're not really a chash of a food to be eaten with bread on a table of kings. So if they would be B'nai Torah, we would say it's not Bishalakam. Um, let's replace the battery. But because the time they inabene taira, it's because they're not bene taira, ha bene taira shari. But if they would be bene taira, be mutter. But because they're not bene taira and they're going to get confused, therefore we have to answer it. Fine. Final stretch. Tanurabana, the rabbis taught. Ger shamalvalaitava, ger that circumcised and didn't go to the mikvah, Rebelezer, I'm raised that ger. It's a good ger. Because when Kal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, they did Mila, they didn't do Tefillah, and it's a good Geros. Shekein Matzinu Ba'avay Seinu, Shemalu V'leitavlu, we find by our forefathers. They did Mila, they didn't do Tefillah, and it's a, it was a good Geros. Taval V'leimal, but if they did Tefillah and they didn't do Mila, Rabbi Shua Aymer, Arezah Ger. Rabbi Shua says it's a Ger, because the Imahais who left Mitzrayim, they did Tefillah and they didn't do Mila. And now how do we know they left, uh, they did a tefillah? We'll have to see. So they did a mila, not a tefillah. The men who left Mitzrayim, they did mila, not tefillah. The women did tefillah and they didn't do mila. The Chachamim, the rabbi, say, If you did tefillah, not mila, mila, not tefillah, it's not a ger until you're, you did mila and tefillah. Fine. Why doesn't Rabbi Yeshua learn out from the Avais? That Malvoloi Taval works. Why doesn't Rebbe Lezer learn from the Imais that Tvila Mila works? And if you're going to say Rebbe Lezer is not going to learn out from the Imahois that Tvila without Mila works, because Shkoyach, by the Imais, it's not Shaykh to do Mila, as opposed to by a man where it's Shaykh, so maybe Ein Lameidin Efshur Mishi Efshur, Vechitema Ein Don and Efshur Mishi Efshur. No, we know Rebbe Lezer is Don Efshur Mishi Efshur. But Tani, we learned in a Bryser, Blazer Oimer, Minayin le Pesach Doirish Einbo Elamanachulan. How do I know the Pesach, the Karm Pesach, after the first year, could only come from Chulin, and it cannot come from Meiser Sheni. And it cannot come from something which is hectic. How do I know? Pesach Doirish only comes from Chulin. So Rabbi Lazar says, Nemer be Pesach Mitzrayim. It says, Pesach by Mitzrayim, and it says Pesach b'doyrois. Ma Pesach omer Mitzrayim in by Elam and Achulan. Just like Pesach that it says by Mitzrayim only comes from Chulan. Av Pesach omer l'doyrois in by Elam and Achulan. So Rakiva says, what are you talking about? Pesach Mitzrayim, there was no such thing as Meiser Sheni yet. So of course it was only Chulan. Amr le Rakiva chidon and Avsher Meshi Avsher. How can you learn out Pesach doyrois from Pesach Mitzrayim? Pesach Mitzrayim was E Avsher. Pesach doyrois is Avsher. But Rebbe Lezer says, no, even though Pesach Mitzrayim is E-Efshar, but Rebbe Lezer is of the opinion that anything that is a source, the first time something happens, it doesn't matter whether it's Efshar or E-Efshar. So Rebbe Lezer holds that 
It doesn't matter if the women who left Mitzrayim, they could do tefillah and they can't do milah. But that's the first gerus in history. And therefore anything that serves as a model as the first, you could learn out from, despite the fact that in that case there was no alternative. So too, and that's learned from the fact that we could learn out Pesach Doiroyz from Pesach Mitzrayim. So why can't we learn out, Rabbi Lazar, that Mol Veloy Taval is good, just like Shekain Matsinu Biimois She Taval Veloy Mol? Okay, Rabbi, so we'll hold it over here. Thank you, especially to Rav Nassim for coming tonight. And we will. Try to get in one alimod on chalamoid memvav amaves, and wishing everyone chakasher v'sameach. Kol tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.